Welcome everybody. We're <laughs> we're looking at our our phone, our tablet there. <laughs> we're doing a quiz um on the five love languages. Yes. Are you finished? Oh, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. Just finished up. Okay. Uh before we get into this, so we're coming to you obviously from the Startwell studio here in Toronto. Uh we would like to thank our presenting sponsor, Belova, and of course, Got Style for hooking us up with the fits. I feel like today I'm the one that's louder than you. Yeah, I've got. I feel like I like this. I really like this shirt. This shirt's actually inside out. It's inside out. It's inside out. But <laughs> I can see it on I the like, shoulders. But yeah. like, I like. I like because the, the other side's very. I don't know. I like it. The other side out, looks so. more inside out yeah. than the. Outside. So I'm running it inside out. They Does approved. They they approved it at Got Style. Did they? Said, they? Yeah, okay. he said it's okay. <laughs> as long as they approved it. <laughs> Um, so today we're just, uh, you know what, Let's, there's no point hiding it. We had a guest, uh, didn't work out and, uh, the, the individual had to reschedule, uh, but that's okay. Cause we just go with the flow. Yeah. And, uh, so we're, we're just going to wing it today and see what happens. But Matthew came up with a, an idea. You want to, you want to tell him about it? Yeah. So we should just do the love languages quiz, which we just finished doing it before. And <laughs> we can just go talk about it. And for me, we just did it from the five long five love languages dot com. And my was thirty two percent quality time, twenty nine percent words of affirmation, twenty three percent physical touch, sixteen percent acts of service, you know, zero percent receiving gifts. Zero. I'm not I'm not a I'm not a gifts guy. I'm not really like I'm not like receiving them, giving them birthdays. Holidays. I've never really been a gift guy. Like, I guess physical gifts. I like gifts. I like. I very much appreciate time spent gifts, even which is why quality time. Yeah. So like, almost a, a gift of. Time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, can't, you can't really. You can put a price on, this. Like, I give you this as a gift. This is worth. Right. How much, okay. Right. Value goes up and down, but time is. In, was it invaluable? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, even like when charities, I reach out to charities and it's, do you want to do donation? Like I'd rather donate my time. One, because I, I, well, I'm going to keep my money. But <laughs> <laughs> two, it's like, yeah, donating time is, I've always found, even when I was running non-profit, the donating time is the hardest part because it's, you always need not enough time. Never enough time. What was the non-profit that you were running? Uh, sustainable Self-Care Initiative. Okay. It was based on, um, just self-care and making doing sustainable acts to keep the self-care keep in check with your self-care okay right so how does someone do that um really constant check-ins with themselves okay um check-ins with others being open to conversations and allowing yourself to be criticized and knowing that you're hard on yourself and still working to just be the best version of yourself pretty much do you still do that no, it's on a hiatus. A couple of the members just got busy with life. It's life. hard. It's hard. Yeah. Nonprofits are so hard. They're so hard they to are. start up. Yeah. And <laughs> that's what it is. Like yeah. it's there's so much money going into it, not enough money coming coming back. And it's, it's not a lucrative industry by any, by any means. Yeah, like if you're in if you're in the nonprofit sector, kudos to you because we know you're doing it because you care, not because you're trying to make money out yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not, you're not trying to get rich. At least you shouldn't be. No, <laughs> you shouldn't be. Yeah. When I was at uh, in university, I had started uh, a nonprofit as well. And we were raising funds and awareness. So at the time in Syria, there was a civil war that was sort of ongoing and raging and whatnot. And it displaced millions of refugees everywhere across the Middle East, across Europe. Uh, some were uh, basically like the Canadian government had stepped in at that time too and started bringing, like helping facilitate the transfer of some of these refugees to to Canada. And here I was in university just thinking, how do I, how can I help, right? I'm a university student. I owe a crap ton of OSAP money. How am I going to actually help without doing it monetarily? And then I thought to myself, you know what, if I could raise some funds and, you know, doing so by even, like in my mind there was, I think it was 65,000 students on campus. Mm. So I thought to myself, if I could somehow 
get a dollar from every single one, I could raise 65 G's, right? And that would be a huge accomplishment. So my goal initially was to raise 10 G's. And then I partnered with Doctors Without Borders because one of the things I really liked about them is they have no political affiliation. They All of the, the drugs that they work with to help administer in the camps that they work with are generic drugs so that they can't be bought by you know pharmaceutical companies and uh so we ended up raising i think it was like 12 or thirteen thousand dollars our first year and it did so well and the reception was so big because people realized that they could be part of a bigger thing without feeling like by themselves they couldn't do anything so the second year we partnered with uh, the united nations high commissioner for refugees i believe unhcr i believe that's the the full name and then we ended up raising um, over $60,000 across three years, which is like a lot for, <laughs> for yeah. students, right? Yeah. So $60,000, we uh, acquired or we rented this, uh, I forget how big it was. You know those big trucks with the containers on the back? So we got one of those containers and we filled it up with winter clothing and everything and we sent it to Lebanon. Uh, because there was a ton of Syrian refugees there. Um, we raised enough money to help facilitate the building or the construction of a hospital inside the Domiz camp in Iraq. So, like, it was just this massive, massive effort. We got buy-in from the Center for Human Rights, the Center for Refugee Studies. So we got, you know, the academics involved. And it was just great stuff. But you're not wrong when you say you put in so much time and so much money. And there's not much you're getting back from that outside of, you know, really believing and being passionate about it. You're not making money. You can't live off that full time. It's a really hard place to be in. Yeah, like it, it fills your heart, but it doesn't doesn't fill the bank. Account yeah, account. exactly. As much as if you can get paid for filling your heart, it'd be amazing. But <laughs> all the time. Um, what, were you, what were your results for the? Oh, yeah. Long so um, I got. 37% physical touch, which makes all the sense in the world. I'm a very physical person. Like, I I express emotion through physicality. I receive emotion through physicality. That's, like, the thing for me. Um, I've got 23% words of affirmation, which I never thought was a thing for me. But it makes sense because when my partner says things to me, you know, to I'm proud of you or I'm here for you or you know, you're doing amazing, that kind of stuff, it does fill me with joy. Like, I feel good when I hear that. And then I got 13% quality time mm -hmm. because I know that as long as I get some quality time, I'm okay. It doesn't have to be all the time, right? Like, I'm completely okay with sitting in the same room as my girlfriend and we're both working, mm -hmm. right? I We don't have to both be off our phones. I could be sitting there watching a show she could be sitting next to me on her phone, and that's completely okay. It's usually the other way around, but <laughs> that's completely okay, yeah. which is why it's okay. For, I feel okay just being on my phone, right? And then access service is 13%, um, which is funny because to me that's – if you spend – like if you – I guess just the physical intimacy portion is enough for me to feel like that's a service in, of it, in and of itself. And then receiving gifts is all the way at the bottom. I'm like you. I don't I don't know how to react when someone gives me a gift. Mm -hmm. I get awkward. I get weird. And if anything, I probably look like I hate the gift. Yeah. Like I just don't know how to react. I don't know how to I don't know how to give a gift either. Like I'll here's your like the point of the gifts like you know, like it's I found actually it's interesting because I've done this test a couple of times. Um, Has it changed? Yes. Like the results too? But okay. like not much. Like the only thing that's really changed was quality of time and words of affirmation switched. Like going into this, doing okay. it again, I thought words of affirmation would have been on the top again, even though it's only difference by a few percent. But it's interesting because I don't know. Like I do, like I like, I'm very big on words of affirmation and I think quality quality time has jumped up because I used to associate quality of time with quantity of time. Okay. Right. And now that I've, I've I'm realizing, like as long as the time spent when it's spent is very productive in whatever mean that is, 
I find that's a lot more important before. It's like, oh, if I'm not s- seeing you a bunch, that might, you know, then then, then I don't really like that situation that I'm in. Um, okay. But now it's like, okay, I don't have to see you all the time. Yeah. I don't have to see that much, but, like, as long as when we're hanging out, like, it's it's um just us. Like, I know one of the, one of the questions was when you're hanging out with somebody, um, for them not being on their phone. And mm, I think that's yeah. a big thing, too. It's like, it's undivided attention. And, and for me, I think that's that's one of the main parts of quality time. Would you do this test with your boys? Because I can see this being a really good indicator for how to communicate with your closest male friends. Yeah, you should do it with, with people too. Like not even just for your partner. It works for friends, friendships as well. Yeah. Like those ones like in a, in a relationship or single is the beginning one. And it's true because then you know how to... Communicate with them. Yeah, communicate with them. Right? Like if you've got a buddy who... You know, is need. You know, his the highest sort of point there is words of affirmation. You know that saying, you know, whispering sweet nothing, <laughs> is the way to like you know warm him up, get him relaxed, shoulders down, that kind of thing. Yeah. Or if they are the kind that like quality time, then you know that the idea here is to spend time with them. And it's funny because when I think about that, I can think of like some of my closest guy friends where they would fall in mm-hmm. right like i've got one who is very much about quality time right um one who is very much about words of affirmation but words of affirmation in the sense of not just complimenting them but telling them you know honestly like they just want that honest feedback mm-hmm. and but giving them that honest feedback about what they do well and what they don't do well is something that they resonate very much and even with receiving gifts like it's good to know if, if people like because also gifts i think for me because when i think gifts i'm like okay here's like a bracelet or here's a watch but like a gift for me like a gift a great gift is like a thoughtful i have a couple because like a thoughtful like you know making a card instead mm-hmm. of buying a card that there's a big difference but like it's the same gift yeah right but like i'd rather take a card that's made that's nice it took your time to um, make it opposed to, or like something, you know, when walking by just a random, oh, I was going to the store and I saw this poster that reminded me of you and yeah. so, something like that. Right. Yeah. And when I think gifts, I think birthday and, and it's like, you don't, like, it's only getting because it's your birthday, you know, and, or, or you're only getting this because it's a Christmas because it's Christmas. And that's what kind of throws me off the gifts, like gifts for a reason. I like random gifts. Okay. Random gifts, but like gifts are usually just associated with a certain occasion. So could you be with somebody who doesn't meet your top love language? Top? <laughs> I can't. No. If I'm with someone who's not, that I can't physically connect with. And like some of the questions, when we're talking about physical connection, we're talking about hugs, holding, holding hands. hands in public. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. And I mean, I'm not crazy about PDA in general. Mm-hmm. It's just not something I enjoy doing. Um, and not for not wanting to be physically intimate but just i just don't enjoy the pda component because like uh, we've all been there where you're walking in the middle of a mall and you see people just making out and yeah like, like, i don't think it, like i'm not a big i'm not big on pda i have a couple couple buddies who, who love the pda actually <laughs> i just I, don't know why you would like it i went over the other uh, guy not too long ago and uh he was telling me he's like, he's like oh this girl's gonna come by and he's like just so you know i'm i'm big on pda i was like all right cool like not thinking anything. then like an hour and a half later i'm like oh this guy you're really all okay. about the, but that, <laughs> Teach their own, teach, teach their own. I'm not, I'm not big on PDA, but I'm very big on, like, when we're, like, hanging out together, like, I want you to like, sit close to me. That's, that's, like, yeah. let's be near, like, there's no need to, you know, sit on the other side of the couch, just let's hang out, let's, we're here together, might as well spend it close together, so. But, yeah, I would have to, because yeah, I have two that are pretty close, so I'd have to at least jump to the other one, because I have quality time at 32 and words of affirmation at 29. Mm. If they didn't do any of those, and, and if, it's also too, I think, I don't know if there is, but if there's one of, this is how we receive love, not necessarily how you give love. Mm. And I was, those those aren't necessarily the same. Um, I have uh, quality time, access service, and receiving gifts in that order, all at 13%. Pretty even, eh? Yeah, completely even, yeah. yeah. And, and, and that makes complete sense to me, but it also completes sense to me the order that they're in. Yeah. Like quality time would be ahead of access service and then gifts all the way at the bottom. 
but for me it really is physical touch because it that's i don't know what it is i just i feel like i connect more and even it's like i hug my friends um you know i you know we're sitting down like i'll put my hand on their shoulder that kind of thing like it's just it's just always been how i am mm. and i find that when that is reciprocated i connect more with the person there's some people that just hate touch of all kind. Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not bi- like I'm. I, ca- I get my moods too. So I don't really feel like. I don't feel like being touched. Even like you know, sometimes sad people. It's like I don't need to. We don't need to talk today. We could just you know. <laughs> some props never come or out something. Of my <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um. It's, it's yeah. It's v- definitely very important to go. So that's what I want to do. This is like to, to talk about it because it's very even goes into it more, right? Which has you can save the results too. Oh. <laughs> Oh, goes into it more. Yeah. So why is okay? So why why is this important from your perspective? Why did this sort of come up to you and go, okay, that I want to do this? What do you think you could learn from understanding someone's love languages? Well, what it really came to me is because I've I've had conversations with girls before. I'm like, what's your love language? I'm like, I don't know. So knowing it, just one, it helps with good conversation with women. Yeah. Um, but two, like it like it shows you. Remember the first time I did it, I was completely thrown off. And I was like, oh. Right? Because you, like, you really took time to really it answer it. The very first time I did it, physical touch was first. Words of affirmation was still second, then quality time. Accent service was or was receiving gifts was always been the last one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I guess through time. That's why, like, I'm going to want to do it again. I haven't done this for a couple of years. I'm surprised it changed. It's like, do it again for another couple of years. Because it's also, doing it more times, you should get to see how you're growing and what's changing, right? Um, I think it's important to do because it helps you connect on a way that it's hard to, like, converse about, right? When people, like, I know you've done it. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm a physical touch. You just assume it's physical touch, but then you go through the test and see the questions because a lot of them are the very similar questions. Yeah, they ask the same question in different ways. Yeah, yeah. and it's like, okay, then it's like, then you re- so it really prioritizes so you really know th- and that's what the joy of it is. I think it'd be interesting to do this test with your partner every few years, mm-hmm. not just assume that things are always going to be the same. And I think that's that's similar to the point that we talked about in one of the previous episodes about um, y- w- there's still work and commitment that goes into your relationship after the fact. You know, we put in a lot of effort as men to. You know, once you meet the person and you like them, you put in the time, you put in the effort to try to wow them and show them your best qualities and all of that. And then a lot of guys fall into the trap of complacency once they have, you know, the, once once they have their girlfriend, they they just don't try as hard. I, I've done that mm-hmm. too many times. And I think part of that is you have to continue to put in the work into that relationship. You have to continue to learn about your partner. You have to continue to talk to your partner. You have to continue to, you can't assume that you know everything about your partner because there's so many times where, you know, when one, when a relationship ends and, you know, the person goes on to, you know, one party goes on and does something completely different. They become this whole new person. It's not because they weren't already that kind of a person. It's just, never came out right and a lot of that is part of the the back and forth in a relationship i find yeah. you said you're so what do you do if because you're receiving gifts is near the bottom if yeah. your partner they're receiving gifts was at top how would that um i don't know i i i struggle to give gifts too because i always want to give the thoughtful gift but i don't put enough thought into <laughs> giving the thoughtful gift um if if they're you know if gifting was the the top piece but i see i don't i don't know if i would want to be with someone who's got gift at the top because to me sometimes that comes off as and, and not everybody to be fair but it almost comes off a bit materialistic like if you don't give them gifts after gifts after gifts what they're just not interested they're not mm-hmm. happy you can't keep them happy i don't really want that kind of relationship i kind of want one where my partner and I are on at least the same wavelength. Yeah. You know, like physical touch is up there because it can't be one-sided. If you're with somebody who doesn't like physical touch and you need physical intimacy of some kind, and again, we're talking about hugs, holding hands, 
you know, a kiss on the cheek, that kind of thing. Yeah, hand on the shoulder, hand on the cuddling. Leg, something. Yeah, just we all know how important cuddling is. <laughs> <laughs> um, if the if my like if my girlfriend is not into those things, that would be a problem for me, mm-hmm. because I've been in relationships where physical touch was not a factor, and it created a like a I was always antsy because mm-hmm. I'm like I just I'm I'm not getting my needs met type of thing i find i find that gifts receiving gifts is at least to me is the easiest one obviously like a thoughtful gift is hard is probably the hardest i think yeah but if someone's love language is receiving gifts they can't all be super thoughtful gifts at some point it's just okay here's a gift and like you're happy because you're getting the gift and it's like okay you're there's not really putting <laughs> yeah well, see like getting a place is just a great gift like yeah, you know I like I would, I would love that gift but it's to me there's it's that could be from anybody yeah and that's the thing too if i'm gifts if it's a gift it could really be from anybody if you're giving me you know new sunglasses or yes i obviously like the gift but like it i i don't to me i don't think receiving a gift of like a that from means more coming from a certain person for example if you give me a watch and a girl i'm talking gives me a watch the meaning yes because but it's still it's the same watch it's the same watch but it's the meaning behind yeah um that's why like the physical touch i find or even time spent is like because in time spent you can do so much in time spent yeah right you can well you have to see them to give gifts it's still time spent and it's you know words of affirmation usually after you know time spent too you really get to talk to get to know the person and the more you talk the more you get to know the person so the the first gift that Mila gave me mm-hmm. when we first started dating was a reusable uh you know those bags there it's a reusable bag it's this big black bag that if you put co- uh, food in it it stays either cold or hot depending yeah. on the temperature of the bag uh, of the item and the reason she gave me this gift is because early on when COVID had hit and everything. Um, and I've talked about this before, but basically my ex and I had split. And so I had to, I started incurring new costs. And with those new costs, including, you know, like living by yourself for the first time. Um, and of course, lovely legal fees. <laughs> um, I needed to find a way to make extra money, right? Under any other circumstances, my income would have been sufficient and satisfactory, but all of a sudden I've got these new costs coming in. And so I started Ubering. I started delivering food on Uber, which is why I have mad respect for people who deliver food on Uber or drive people around. And the first gift she gave me was about three weeks into our relationship, and it was this bag. And I looked at it, I'm like, I didn't even know what it was. And I, she told me, she explained to me that, a, you know, like a week in, uh, her and I were on the phone, and I was telling her about how I went to pick up an order from a, from a restaurant and they said that I couldn't pick it up because I didn't have one of these bags. Mm-hmm. And I got so frustrated because I had just driven like 20 minutes to get to this restaurant and just all this nonsense. And, you know, driving and delivering on Uber is just not really a fun thing in general. Yeah. So um, that to me was one of the most thoughtful gifts anyone has ever gotten me. Yeah. Because the meaning behind it, when you're first dating, you typically spoil Right, yeah. buy extravagant gifts of some kind, because we associate money uh, with love, right? So if you buy a gift that's worth X amount, then you must care about this person X amount, mm-hmm. right? And that's not the case at all. This thing must have cost maybe like thirty bucks, forty bucks at most, but it was such a thoughtful gift because it made the thing I already hated doing a little easier. Yeah. And then on top of all of that, the quality time piece, which is not as high up there for me, but it's still a thing for me. Um, so <laughs> on days that I didn't want to go Uber at all, I hated it. I like despised it. I used to try and find every reason not to do it. Oh, it's raining outside. And it's like little pellets and nothing. Um, she turned to me. She says, I'll come with you. I'll sit in the car. You drive around. I'll keep you company. And we'll just talk. And we literally just got to know each other while I was delivering on Uber. And that in and of itself was a gift as well to me, a thoughtful gift that you couldn't put a price on. So 
I agree with you 100%. Thoughtful gifts, way more value than a gift with some sort of monetary association yeah. to it. Yeah, like even same thing with, with uh, Uber. A buddy of mine was doing Uber, and I was trying to get into Uber. For some reason, my Uber account wasn't working, but whatever. You're lucky. <laughs> and uh, he's like, all right, just come sit around. So I, I actually went with the day and sat down with him as he was doing Uber. I'm like, okay, like, I can do this. <laughs> but, like, sitting and not actually doing not actually doing the delivering. I used to ask my friends to just join me. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, he's, he's like, yeah, if you ever want to come by, like, it's cool, like, it's fun. He's like, yeah, because it gives them something to do, somebody yeah. to talk to, so it's, it makes it a lot easier. That's definitely better than anything else right like the having a thoughtful gift always works but it's, it's hard it's hard like i always like i like i like to keep notes like certain things and then it's like so when it pops okay yeah, i got i got this because i remember once you said this about this and mm. i think i think I, like i'm a very but i'm a practical gift giver because like for me i give gifts to my grandma pretty much only so it's like, <laughs> so, so when I get a gift, it's like, okay, I'm going to get you a Swift or WebJet. Yeah. Like, you know, like, I don't, like, I don't care how much you, like, I don't care how much you might, like, yeah. it's not fans, but you, this is something you need. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and I, th- uh, that's why, like I said, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a great gift giver, at least, but like, it's, you know, she has like a whole Swiffer collection. Like, <laughs> like that, like any kind of Swiffer thing that is there, she has, right? But it's like, for me, it's like, you gotta, I'm just more like, get something that you need. Like I don't, yeah. I, I'm not gonna buy you something that you that you just want. You buy it off. Like if you want something, you buy it yourself. Like I don't know, cause I'm for me, it's like if I want something, I'm impulsive. If I want, them, I'm gonna buy it and I'm gonna get it now. So would you prefer to receive a practical gift over just a like? Would you prefer? There's this weird thing about gift cards mm-hmm. where because like I can give you this mug and say this is worth thirty dollars, or I can give you a gift card for twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. Right, the gift card is less. But there's this weirdness around, sorry, a gift card, I can give it to you for $50 or I can give you this mug for $30. Mm. And if I give you the gift card and there's an actual number on it, it just, it feels weird. It's like, well, why am I only giving you 50 and not giving you 70? But if if I give you this $30 mug, you might be like, oh, wow, you actually went out and picked out this mug. It's different. For me, I would, I would prefer the gift card. And I would too, but like that's that's also why I think I'm not a good gift card because I would rather gi- I'd rather give the gift card because like here's the money you give whatever you want with it, mm-hmm. and opposed to just like you get this mug it's nice because it's thoughtful but ugh, you don't you don't you don't want it How like many you, mugs know, you got? you're not gonna use it <laughs> you're not gonna really use it like yeah. it's nice it's nice to have to look at now I think of you when I when I see this but like for me it's like I want something that you're going to use that practical like I need for me I want I want a practical gift I like to give practical gifts. Do you, okay, so do you, so you want you'd like to receive practical gifts? Like if you're in in a relationship, you'd want practical gifts. Yeah. Do you do you hint at all what you want? No, no, because I don't really want gifts. Okay. So it's like there's no really hint. Yeah, there's not really hinting on things. It's like, what do you want? Like your birthday? What do you want? Ah, nothing really. Um. So what if you're with? What if you're dating someone who wants? Would you date someone who who's? Because your gifting is low too. Yeah. So would you would you date someone whose gift, their need for gifts is at the top? If if their need for gifts is at the top, they'd have to like let me know. Like it's not like what do you want? Oh, surprise me! You like you know what? Like it's a Just thought. Tell that, me what like you want. yeah. Like if if the gifts are that important, you need to tell me what you want for your gifts. I feel like it's it's because it's it's really hard, and then you get to a point where it's like you give somebody somebody so many things. Like what else? What else? Is there and it gets to the point where some people it's like, what do you give to the gift? To, I have a buddy of mine who's very well off, and it's like, what do I get as a gift for a person who more or less to me has everything? Right, and and could just, get what they want. Yeah, it's just like I can get you this mug, or you can just go get a way better mug yourself, right? So kind of for me, and it's just like, why? Like I don't know, I don't know. Gifts has always been it's always been weird for me. So you said something earlier that I thought was <laughs> a good segue. Um, if you're dating someone. And she says, surprise me, and gifts is at the top of her list. Mm-hmm. Your response is, just tell me what you want. Why is it that we struggle when women tell us or don't tell us mm-hmm. what they want and then get upset at us if we don't know what they want? Yeah, it's a, it's a guess. I'm like, well, I'm, like, I'm, always, I'm, I'm, just like, I'm not a reminder. I'm not a mind reader. And, like, I, I don't like to act like I am. I'm, I don't want to even – like, I don't like to play the mind reading game. It's like – Oh, you know, you know what's wrong. I don't tell me, tell me, 
Like, I'm, I'm not playing this guessing game. Because, like, what if I guess something wrong? It's like, oh, wait, no, I am mad about that now, too, you know? So it's like, I'm not, I'm not like, I don't, I don't, because I don't have the time for the guess. Either, either you really don't care and, and anything is anything, then, and whatever I get you is good, and then there's no complaining about it. But I don't want to, I hate in the situation. It's like, oh, just, you know, or like, even going somewhere, wherever you want to go, and it's like, okay, I'll go, let's go here. I don't want to go there. You know, because, like, I think for me, I'm so very, I'm so very easygoing, especially with, like, going out for, like, dinner and stuff. I don't, I don't care where we go to eat. I can, I can eat anywhere. All right, so, so, so you pick. Oh, no, no, wherever you want to go. Okay, let's pick here. I don't want to go there. <laughs> what, what, once I get one of those, I don't want to go, okay, then you pick. Because it doesn't, like, it doesn't matter to me. It obviously matters. If you're going to say no to someone, or, like, even picking a movie. Mm. What movie do you want? Like, me, because I don't, I can watch any movie. I can, because I, I like to watch bad movies, too. Because like really? yes, because I like to me it's why I like because five to, minutes in to, no for me to, to, for me to watch it it's got to so so many people must have said yes so my mind is like how, like how did it get past so many people to get to me <laughs> like I need to know Good what logic. I need to know what people <laughs> think about this movie like how, like how how did how did how did they see this so I've seen some movies that look like I've shot it <laughs> and I'm just like. This this so people are getting paid. Like there's not like one person. It's not Somebody like I. It's not like I just uplo- uploaded this to my own social media and this is the movie. This is thousands of dollars, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, sometimes millions of dollars in movies. And it's like this is it's terrible. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if I could. Like five minutes in, I'm done. If it's bad, the acting is bad. The and it's not even now the quality. Right, because there's it's so much easier to get access to good quality cameras. Your phone can film. I've seen it all over. But it's like if the if the the acting, the dialogue. I think dialogue. I think that's the one. Dialogues, yeah. yeah. Dialogue. Is if it's very cheesy key. and crappy, like if you go back and you watch older movies and you see how crappy some of the dialogue is, I'm like, I don't know how I ever watched this in the first place. Mm-hmm. But that would be the the main one for me. But to to the, to your point earlier about just tell me what you want, mm-hmm. <laughs> it makes me think of that notebook scene, that, that <laughs> what meme. What do you want? Yeah. <laughs> what do you want? Yeah. And, so and the memes. caption's always about like when you try to ask yeah. a girl where she wants to yeah. eat. Yeah, it's all and it's true. It is true. It's, it's true. It's true. Like, you, like, what do you want? Oh, does it like I've, so many times? It doesn't matter. And there are times where I'll say to my girlfriend, you know, what do you feel for? And she's like, I don't know. What are you feeling for? I respond honestly. I I don't have a preference. I'll eat anything. That's why I'm asking you. Mm. <laughs> and she'll go, "Well, what do you want to eat?" I'm like, "I literally just said <laughs> yeah. I'm open to anything. I don't care. Just pick one." And then I provide a list, and she'll look through it. But then I'm also guilty too. Sometimes I flip flop because I love food. So mm. I'll say I want sushi, and then as I'm scrolling to look for sushi spots, I'll see like Thai food, or I'll see ramen, or I'll see you know kebabs mm. and i'll be like "Ooh, how do you think about what do you think about this and she'll be like oh okay yeah we could do kebabs and then i can't find a kebab place i like so then i'm back at sushi <laughs> and she's like i thought you said kebab and i'm like well now i'm on now i'm on sushi yeah. again so yeah i'm guilty of that too but they've got a you're right on the mind reader piece mm-hmm. and i think a lot of problems happen there both both ways 100 percent. 100 we assume listen we're we're guys are totally guilty of assuming that their partners are going to understand what we're thinking mm-hmm. and that if they don't understand what we're thinking, then how could they be upset with us? How could they not understand what's wrong with them? And really and truly it's on you, mm-hmm. right? Like we need to do a better job of communicating that. I find many a times because in general, women are more advanced in the emotional game than us that <laughs> I get told what I'm, what I'm feeling, or you get told not not necessarily to, but like the reaction is well, you're feeling this way, so this It's like well, oh, okay, I see. I I'm, I'm not feeling this way. It's like well, yeah, you are because it's like and it's like there you you get analyzed, coming from not not from like a condescending point, but it's like because, they they feel like, these are the signs that you're showing, but obviously sometimes it's it's different. For each person, like just because I'm sitting back and quiet doesn't mean i'm upset about something okay opposed to if you or you're quiet as you assume that like you know because you assume that people generally react the same way you do right like if you're fuming you're 
you're one of those loud, aggressive guys, you're going to assume people, like, if someone's really mad, that's that's when they get. So if they don't get to that level, you don't really assume that they're that mad. I find. Do you do you find you have a hard time communicating when you're feeling a particular emotion, when you're feeling, like, if you're feeling sadness, but it's strong, or if you're angry and it's strong, do you find you can communicate that? Yes, but some, a lot of times I don't know. And it's like a, it's a legit no because you're going through it. Like, am I, because you're still going through the process of emotion because it's not just one emotion. You're not just feeling one certain way and as you're processing it. Especially for me at the time, it's like, I don't want to say I'm upset because I'm not, fu- I'm not fully done processes, processing it yet. So I don't want to say upset now when you work on me being upset. It's like, no, I was just kind of, you know, disheveled or something or another emotion that's close to it i like to i like to really think about it and sit on it a bit and to know what really where i'm where i'm at right right away i'm because when you're filled with emotion you're just overwhelmed with it so there's so many of them going around i used to be terrible at communicating Mm -hmm. i used to think to myself if i'm angry then everyone around me should immediately understand why i'm angry what caused me to be angry and their focus should be to help me get over my own anger and a lot of men a lot of younger men struggle with that they internalize they get all pent up and angry and they assume that everybody around them should immediately make them their number one priority and when you learn to move past that when you learn to to understand your own emotions, like you said, when you actually start to feel it so that you can communicate it, I think that's a sign of maturity for men. I find that. That's definitely, it's definitely t- takes some repetition. Yeah. Right? Like you, you gotta, you gotta do it. But, but me, I, like when I'm, I'm not, it's harder for me to verbalize my emotions in the moment. But I can like take a step back and I can write them out. So usually, like I'll get on the phone and I'll be riled up, good or bad, like happy or sad, and then it's like I'll come off the phone and then it's usually like a long text after. Mm. And it's like because I I can better articulate my thoughts and feelings through through writing it down, right? So like it's for me, I I know every time I have a heated conversation, I need to I do like to verbalize it because you can you can see the emotions, you, like you know. But it's just like I need to step back. It's like okay. Emotions aside of it, now I'm logically, because that comes like emotion, I'll say it emotionally, then I write it down logically. Mm-hmm. So it's like, so between the two of them, you get where I'm coming from, because sometimes you overreact and it's like, okay, just acting off emotion, but logic can sit back and it's like, try to really think what I'm trying to say and I might have missed things when I get, I get amped up. Sometimes, you know, I fumble over words and I just trying to get it out and it's hard, especially for going back and forth, because usually it's a heated argument. It's, it's, I find it's, it's hard, the other person's not listening too. Right, and for me, for me, it's like once once I feel like you're not listening to me, now I'm not listening to you, and and it's 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 hard when it really gets to that argumentative state because like now no one's listening. That's why I like to take back step back and I like to just write it out. But things often get misinterpreted through text, which is always. also a hard thing. Which is so hard to always the way so I, I, I have to always remind myself that whatever I'm writing. So whatever I'm writing in a text message, I'm writing it from the voice inside my head but the voice inside my head has cadence it has rhythm it has you know certain tones Mm -hmm. when you read that text you're reading it all it seems like you're always reading that text from a very aggressive standpoint especially if it's an intense text message it's it's hard it's hard to yeah you can you can't basically can't tell tone you can't tell tone. the tone the only tone you get is the tone that you're feeling Yep. Or you can get the same good morning, just good morning. And if you're in a great mood, it's like, oh, yes, yeah, good morning. If you're bad mood, oh, you're just saying good morning. No good yeah. morning, baby. No good. Like, you know, and, it, and it's the same words. Just And it's the person, it's, it's really how you're feeling. It's, it's so it's so hard, which is why I get into so many arguments via text. But <laughs> 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 but it's, it's yeah, it's it's difficult. Very. I hate having conversations over message. I'm an immediate pick up the phone call or FaceTime if you can't do it in person. I hate, I hate, I hate having conversations over text because there's so much that gets lost in does. translation, right? And so sometimes I find myself writing out, if I have to have it over text, I find myself writing out messages that are so much longer than they need to be because I'll say something 
and then I'll say, and just to be clear, so there's no misunderstandings, and then I'll explain what I was just trying to say, which under any other circumstances with tone, you would understand. And so I try to avoid them altogether. If yeah. possible, I would. Okay. I've even resorted at times to sending just a video tech message or an audio clip, if you will. Yeah, because I, mean, I, I hate phone calls. I hate phone call because I can't multitask for shit, and like so, if I'm on a phone call, I can't do anything else. Stereotypes. Yeah, no, like, like, like I can't, I can't do anything. So if I'm on the phone, I just gotta sit. Like I can't do anything. I, like I don't know how to, and and pay attention to the conversation. So for, I find for me, I like to while I'm trying to start leaving more voice notes, because mm-hmm. at least it's a quick okay. This is this is what I'm feeling, and then at least gets the tone. Yes. Right, which I'm trying to do more, but yeah, I can't. Like I can't, I can't talk on the phone. Is there, do you have any, tr- I don't want to call them tricks, but do you have any ways or things you've learned to help resolve conflicts, whether it's with your, you know, the person you're dating or a friend or a family member, just something that based on your personality that, you know, okay, this is how I react. So how do I, and this is going to cause a problem. How do I negate all I like of that? I to state out loud that I'm getting very angry. Okay. I'm like, I'm like, you're how do you like, say it? Like. I'm, I'm getting angry. I'm like, Hulk. <laughs> 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 no, it's like I'm like I'm like, like now I'm starting to get pissed off. I'm like I'm like I'm like you're not listening to me. I'm like I'm okay. like I'm getting pissed. And then, like you can see, I'm like no, I'm getting agitated. I'm getting agitated. Like and I'm and it's usually like okay, like I'm I'm getting bothered. Mm. You know, can can we can we talk with the lady? Like I'm I'm getting worked up. You know, because I know when I get worked up, and now now that I'm worked up, I'm like I don't care now. Yeah, like, you know, and and that's the thing. Like it's. That's what I like to give them because, like, especially to, especially because I'm calm most of the time. It's like when I start to get worked up, it's like, oh, now it's time to poke. It's like, you know, and it's like, no. Because yeah. <laughs> now, now, when I, now I'm ready to get, now when I'm ready to set off, it's a problem now because now it's, it's F this, F bomb this. Not like, you know what? Like, yeah, I'll, I'll then, throw a table, like, you know, it's and all it's all gone. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's, 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 it's hard because everybody, everybody experiences anger. Right, it's just how quickly can you get to it, and I feel like sometimes, especially I, f- I don't know with me, obviously every deals with the, puts himself in their situation, but it's like once, once, once you start it. But I also do it too, like when I, especially with buddies of mine, like once I see that, like I get you, like getting getting you a little riled up, I'm I'm getting like you know trying to push you over the edge, trying to like you know like I like to stir the pot and instigate. So that's also why I really try not to let people get under my skin. Mm. But it people do sometimes, right? And it's it's hard. It's hard, but and I know, like when I get mad, I stay mad for a while. Do you? Yes. How long do you hold on to it? <sighs> Too long. Okay. That's why I don't like to get. And you I, know it. Yeah, yeah. That, but that's why I don't do like it. to get to that point. It's when I get to a certain point. Okay. Right, because then I'll, then I'll be mad. But then I get to the point where it's like I'm mad for still being mad. Okay. Opposed to the fact of whatever I was mad at. Um. For example, I was at a football game years ago, and there was a situation, <laughs> and um, I was still up, like I was upset, like all the way to like the fourth quarter, and just like I'm just, I'm just mad, just sitting there, just like fuck, why am I still mad? Like why am I still mad? Why am I still mad? Um, and that's why, and that's why I like to give that. Not even a, like it's not a heads up to you, like like it's a warning. You, I'm getting mad. It's like to me to tell myself out loud because I'm also trying to calm myself. I'm like I'm like getting upset, like I'm getting upset, letting you know. So like now it's like. If I start acting quote unquote irrationally now, it's like, well, I, I I told you this, like you know, I told you I'm getting mad. This 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 what happens when someone tells you to get mad and you don't back away. Not not that I need you to back away, but like that's that's the situation. I used to, yeah, I I growing up, I had an anger issue. I used to get mad way too easily. Um, as a kid, I was a very angry kid. Mm-hmm. And then as I got older, I got angrier at things. <laughs> I was so easily triggered. And then I just sort of, I still get angry at things. I get unnecessarily annoyed with mm-hmm. things. Things annoy me too easily. I'm, uh, I, I'm not going to lie about that. Um, but I've learned that now when I get annoyed about something, I just have to take a step back and realize that the reason I'm annoyed is because it causes an inconvenience of some kind. But life is full of inconveniences. So it's about how I react to it because it can either ruin the rest of my day or I could take it in stride and just say, you know what? It's annoying. It's frustrating. But I'm going to have to deal with it. So just deal with it. And the sooner I deal with it, the quicker it's resolved. And then I can just move on from there. 
where <laughs> I still struggle is if I get multiple annoyances at the same time. Where then it's just like it's compounding, right? It's just like one thing after the other. And then you're just having one of those days where the smallest of things just annoys you. You don't remember where you put your keys. Mm-hmm. It's just like, fuck this shit, man. <laughs> I don't know where anything is. <laughs> where is it? Where is yeah. It? But it's just like you can't help it. Sometimes you also just got to feel it. Mm-hmm. Right? Sometimes you just got to let it out. And it almost feels a little therapeutic to just, when you're angry, just be like, fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, I think I, I stay mad for a while because it takes me so long to get to that really mad state. And I think cause, because the whole time, like, I'm getting I'm getting, like, don't get mad, just chill, like, it's not worth it. And then it's just like, you fucking got to me. Like, you know, <laughs> then it's like some sin is like, man, like, and I don't know, like, every time I get really mad, I feel like I, sh- like, I feel like I shouldn't be. Like, you know, and, and, and I feel like I've been in arguments with people and a couple of buddies of mine. And, like, as soon as I get, like, it's like oh, you're supposed to be, you're supposed to be all, like, calm. And then it's like, get the fuck out of here, man. Like, like, everyone's allowed to be mad. Yeah. Like, you know, and just because I, I promote and I love to be the calm and, and, and have, like, that neutral and just be happy, as I, most people do. I hate, like, it's like when people are rude all the time. It's like, you can be rude all the time and no one bats an eye, yeah. right? It's, it's like like being late for work. The person comes late for work all the time, nothing happens. But the person who's always on time, you come late for work once and it's a problem, Yeah, right? It's like the, yeah. the, sec- the second I freak out, it's like, oh, oh, now you're, oh, now you're, oh, I knew, <laughs> I knew, I knew you were fucking this. I was like, well, every, everybody gets that way, right? Yeah. And it's, it's, it's hard, like, it's hard. And I, I figure that's another thing, too, why I don't like the Amac. Because like, I don't like to... Give people that satisfaction. I was gonna say, don't let them have it. Yeah, I don't yeah. like, don't like, like I don't, like I don't, I don't, I, and that, and that's what, that's what bothers me. It's like it's, oh, I get, like you got the reaction because like it gets for me to get me mad. It's 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 not it's not it's not flick of a switch. It's never, it almost never is. It's always worked on. So it's like you're obviously trying to get me, and it's like oh you got me, and then that's what bothers me. It's like yeah, you you obviously poking because it's not like some people like it's just sometimes you turn holy. Like, <laughs> Where'd that come from, yeah. right? And that's usually that's very rarely me, right? And it's it's like so it's it's usually with a lot of conversations. Go, oh, you've been working on this. So it's like I feel I feel like like I let myself down. It's like oh fuck, I let you get to me. Now then that and that's what sits with me for days. How do you feel about people that get mad too easily, just like that? It sucks. I think it like it's 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 it sucks because it's all it's always something else, and yeah. it's it's like what is what is what is going on? So I'm just like fuck, man. Like for me, it's. Depending on depending on depending on it, sometimes like, oh, fuck that person, right? But then it's like, what is like what is going on that has you so worked up? All especially like all yeah, especially when it's all the time. Some people are just forever like grilling or mean mug and just always just anger. Just like man, like it's like it's for me. It's like that sucks. That's rough. That's got to be rough. You know, it's funny you say that. So <clears throat> today, I was having a conversation with somebody that I've only known for maybe three months. And he came across Jen's post and then the Jen's talk series. And he reached out to me. He sent me a text and he just said, hey, I saw the stuff you guys are doing with Jen's talk. I think it's amazing. Like kudos to you guys. Exchange niceties and everything. And then he comes back and he says, you know, the uh, there was a, a point in time where him and his spouse were having trouble. Right. And he sought therapy. And therapy just wasn't for him. And we talked about therapy a little bit where, you know, for some people it works, for some people it just doesn't, right? It's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. So he started reaching out to these men's support groups. And he said, that the interesting thing that he said to me was, all of these men's support groups, now this was his experience, but the most of the men's support groups that are out there are full of men who are extremely angry. Yeah. They are extremely upset, uh, jaded, and just simply unhappy because life has dealt them a shitty hand. And it's turned ordinary guys into these mean, ruthless, just unhappy people. And then you've also got, you're just, this is like they're, it's coded in their DNA. They're just always angry. Mm. That's just who they are. But he talked about how the biggest thing that he could do for himself was find a a support group or a support network where the men turn that negative energy into positive energy. And instead of 
holding on to this negativity and saying, I'm going to show you, right? This is my, uh, this is my negative energy. I'm going to turn this into like, I'm going to use this when I go to the gym or when I go make a million bucks or whatever the case is. And they just hold on to this and it fuels them. It's just one of those things where it gets, he's like his biggest switch was converting that into positive energy. So it was, it was just nice to, to, to receive that feedback, you know, I've been in a couple men's group where one was like that and then one was like the opposite and I felt that success in that group wasn't success unless you were like bawling, crying. And it's like, there's, there's, so mm. it was like the other extreme. It's like, yeah. oh, like the only way to, for full break is like, you got it. You got to sit down. You got to bawl your eyes. You got to cry. And like, and, and it's, it wasn't, that wasn't a spoken word, but it's just like, I f- like the vibe was, energy was just a bit off if you didn't and it's for me. It's like that doesn't mean that you're not connected, or that some like some situation, some things that you deal with, you might have been dealt with already, or you because people deal with things differently, and you don't you don't have to cry about everything that bothers you, right? No, you don't. Um, yeah. But you do have to feel the emotions, just like you don't have to be you don't have to rage about everything that upsets you, but you allowed to feel anger, right? Um, and I, that, so that's that, that's the flip side of it too. I found, and it was, it was really weird in the one group I was in, and, and I, that, that's what kind of, me, as soon as you mentioned, that's all I was thinking about. It was like the opposite of it, which is which is obviously a good cry is good, but I know I I don't know this this there's that line there that I do you cry it out depending on the situation, depending depending on what it is. I find I get more emotional these days than I used yeah. to before. Depending on what, happy, depending on what sad. It is. Tears just sometimes flow. Yeah. And I used to just, I remember I'd sit there and like tense up, like I can't, like not a single tear can fall. And then I just realized, whatever. When I get really, really mad, I tear up. Like it's mm. like, like I get, I get rage tears. Like if like, yeah, like if I'm like, like, like I'll be too like, cause then it's, cause it's fight, cause I'm, every emotion's out. Like, but that's, that hasn't happened in a long time. Well, time. hopefully that doesn't happen for <laughs> a much longer time. Uh, on that note, um, wow, we jumped through time. that. Yeah. Holy, that's crazy. Yeah, sure Fifty-two minutes. Sure yeah, no, I saw that. I was just like, wow, we've been jumping through. Um, thank you very much, everybody, for listening. As always, we appreciate you guys uh, and gals. Um, and don't forget to to subscribe, like, comment, follow, share. Please, All please, please. Like goes like, so comment, far. Share. Um, uh, shout out to the magician in the booth, Poncho. Appreciate you, sir. <laughs> and, uh, we'll be back soon. Thank you very much, everyone. Yeah.